everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from terrifying Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on today's show, beyond all the weirdness in the world that's oh, yeah. happening everywhere else, Listen, Salt Lake think, City. Y'all think you're, you're experiencing <laughs> something with this whole like COVID-19 <laughs> coronavirus shit. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. The we... Lord decided to drop an extra little bit of shit on Salt Lake City <laughs> to, today, yeah, as yeah, we, the up. day that we record. So Woke up to a fairly hefty uh, earthquake. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't bad. As far as, sh- you know, little shakers go, this thing shook. Yeah, it, it rocked us. So, uh, yeah. so, yeah, Armageddon is happening. We're going to actually <laughs> just talk about... The diff- we're going to talk about what it was like to experience this kind of weirdness during when we were in religion versus what yeah. it's like as non-religious people. Yeah. And uh and and just, you know, see what see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have my theory about who's going to win. Okay. Uh but nonetheless, uh just because we started off with a mention of the earthquake, I I, I thought I would my first story today, Dan, uh, could be about uh, some damage that happened here in Salt Lake City. Well, um, did you know everybody? Nothing, nothing bad can happen to because uh, the Salt Lake City is the the headquarters of a major of the Lord's Church. So surely <laughs> nothing can go wrong here. No, no, no. And in fact, uh, as you just mentioned, headquarters of the LDS Church, um, and also home to the beautiful, absolutely beautiful uh, Temple Square, mm. named after the temple. Um, <laughs> the eponymous Temple Square. <laughs> um, which is currently, Dan, undergoing uh, a seismic upgrade. Isn't that? Oh my interesting? gosh! The whole and, the whole thing. Yeah. It's a not a good time to visit Temple Square because it's not yeah. beautiful right now. It's it's, 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 it's all under construction. Up. Yeah, um, but, they've but, already torn down a, like a couple buildings and everything. But the, not not the temple. The temple is going to stay, and they're making they're making it seismically uh, sound uh, so that it can uh, withstand the next earthquake. Yeah. Um, but there was damage today to the temple. Um, if you uh, happen to be driving by or see it um, anytime soon, uh, my guess is they will cl- repair this fairly quickly. Um, but the famous Angel Moroni statue on top of one of the, the, the six spires, right? Glimmering like the gold above the city. Beautiful, beautiful Angel Moroni uh, who f- famously has a trumpet, right? He's sort of heralding to all nations or it's, whatever the, the line it's is. A it's, it's it, a it's it. That's true. That's true. I guess it's not really a, a trumpet. You would think has little buttons. Burr, burr, burr. You yeah, this of, is this know, is Charlie a long Parker horn. Or something. This is a very this is yeah. a, and it's halfway to an alpen horn. Yeah, and we well and uh, we found something out about that horn today. It wasn't actually connected to anything. <laughs> it wasn't properly it just attached. Off. It just fell off during the earthquake. <laughs> it wiggled its way out. How did that I, happen? I don't, even, I don't know. Like, so, I mean, things were shaken, right? Yeah, and. Uh, uh, I don't know if you noticed this strange phenomenon, but the way that our house is oriented on on our lot, uh-huh. um, w- things were cle- there was more sort of uh, things knocked over that could that could fall off a wall or whatever or off of a shelf that were sort of what would it be east face or east west facing? 
oh. rather than north-south. I think it was a good side-to-side action was happening. Oh, right? sure, sure, and So sure. I wonder, because it does, he, the Angel Moroni faces east, I wonder if, like, that temple was, like, really rocking good, right? <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, clearly it was. Um, and, yeah, just, I, I would have loved to see it more than anything, Dan. Yeah, oh, been there. Hear the I sound of the bing, 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 bing of it like falling down. Oh yeah, it um, would have been amazing. Yeah. And here's the, here's the really the the funny thing is that n- so now it looks like the angel Moroni. I actually went and saw it today because I wanted to see that angel without his trumpet. Yeah, I might need to. And by. it looks like he's holding his his hand in an open sort of okay sign with but with his fingers down, like he's he's made a hole but in his hand. And now it kind of looks mm. like he's just looking through it. Like he's holding it out from him and he's just kind of <laughs> looking through his hand. It's just a, it's like a crucified Jesus, right? He's just <laughs> looking through his hand. What's what's this all about? Oh, um, my God. This is yeah. not the first time, though, Dan, that uh, damage has uh, befallen an angel Moroni on top of a, uh, an LDS temple. So they know oh, no? these things can happen. This shouldn't shake anybody's faith. As you would hope it to. Uh, do you remember just a few years ago, lightning striking the Bountiful Temple? And like oh, no. Damaging the Angel Moroni that's on top oh. of that one? No, I didn't Took them know a couple that. months, apparently, to get it repaired. But wow. they eventually did. It was all scorched. You don't remember this? I know no. we talked about it on the show. Oh, okay. But I, I here's, here's what I do. Here, here's what I do know. I know that because my dad used to work for the LDS church and he said that one time this was back in the 90s. They were they did a full cleaning of the LDS temple. Mm-hmm. And when they got to Brother Moroni up on top, he apparently had numerous bullet holes in him. <laughs> no. Just crackpots taking pot shots in the middle of the city. Yeah. Apparently, that is why. I wonder how old those bullet holes were. Yeah, I have like, no idea. Like, were they like from like, you know, early 1900s, or was somebody like going around in the 70s shooting at the? <sighs> it's hard to know. Temple. It's just hard oh, to I know. I love it. That's that's delicious. Yeah. You tell me. You said that it shouldn't shake anybody's faith that the hor- that the horn fell out of his hand, but yeah. it shook my faith in that church in that. I thought that they would at least like do a couple drops of super glue or something. <laughs> why? Are, why is this horn not attached? How is it able? A couple screws. Like, apparently, they were just using gravity to keep it in place. They didn't bother to like, yeah, just just bolt it in. What yeah. the hell are you doing? One, They've one got little the money. weld. It's not like they're hurting for cash. No, they could have done it by helicopter and and if just for fun, just as a joke. <laughs> I saw one uh, meme that said, "That said, don't worry. This will only cost a hundred billion dollars to fix." Funny. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm going to move us along to uh, to Europe, specifically Sweden, huh? where I think we may have talked about this. Uh, a couple of nurses uh, made headlines by s- suing because they were fired from their jobs for refusing to participate in abortions. Oh. Uh, it, this they they were in the uh the midwife profession. Yeah, okay. Uh and uh apparently it they so so they were fired um and 
they, you know, the, they sued because they didn't think that, that they should be fired. They, they were discriminated against, they said, for being Christians. And now uh, the discrimination ombudsman uh, has decided that there was no discrimination in the case and closed it. This was just part of their jobs. So oh. amazing okay. to hear yeah. about uh, that kind of horrific Christian discrimination. Oh, no, wait. I mean, people actually taking women's health care seriously and, uh, and saying that, yes, it is your job to, if you're in women's health care, this is just part of the deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, now I know that I, I like ombudsmen. I think they do, and they have, it's an important uh, important uh, job. Yeah. Um, it's a funny word, though. It's a great word, ombudsman. I don't know why. It's always I've always found it an odd word. Yeah. Well, ombudsman. there you go. <laughs> All right. I'm well, going to make damn. you. I, you're the official TGIA ombudsman for. Uh, Odd, odd words? For odd words, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Which one? Okay, Dan. Yeah? Um, COVID-19. It's happening. It's the right? best of the COVIDs, really. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Wait glad see COVID-20. I'm glad be... that they didn't stop at 16 or 17, though. They really they needed to push on to get to, get to the good one, and they did. Yeah, well, they're there. Um Oh boy, Dan. As as with a lot of things, a lot of tragic things that are going on in the world, there's always those who can sniff out opportunity. Mm. Right? Um, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not make a little bit of money, right? <laughs> Off of everybody's fears right. about I call, I call getting them sick. Toilet paperpreneurs. Yes, uh, and we, we've had a lot of it in this country. We had uh, the, famously there was that guy who like stockpiled, uh, and not really stockpiled. He went around and bought up all the hand sanitizer, yeah, to like sell it all on on Amazon. The New York Times did a story on him. I'm sure everybody's yeah. seen it. Um, well, what a, what a in, piece in, of shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Um, well, in Malaysia, there are also some hand sanitizer preneurs. Okay, um, profiteers, we'll call them profiteers. Uh, preying on people's fears, uh, they have begun selling halal hand sanitizer. <laughs> because apparently Muslims, like, everything has to be, you know, pork-free or right. alcohol-free, right? Oh, um, alcohol. Alcohol-free. Okay. Right? Which now, is really uh, the only active ingredient in all of the hand sanitizers yeah exactly right and and you know like the the pork, not so much you don't you don't <laughs> see a lot of hand sanitizers that, that include a lot of pork smearing pork on your hands i don't know like it probably would kill some things yeah probably encourage but, other things though. yeah you never but know nonetheless uh, it, what it would kill for sure is the a good muslim soul right right um yeah. And so these, uh, the, this halal hand sanitizer, uh, obviously they can't include alcohol uh, uh, as one of the ingredients. Um, You're right. But they have listed ethanol as <laughs> one of the ingredients. <laughs> and apparently this is working. Wow. That's, <laughs> what a, they've done a great trick there. 
I've got some I've got some alcohol free whiskey that they can use too. It's just <laughs> it's got some ethanol in it. Yeah, or, well, and <laughs> just ethanol, no alcohol. I mean, um, is it the same thing? I mean, ethanol is basically it so is the, the stuff that's in the stu- in the in the the alcohol that's in the stuff you like, right? That you right. like to consume is ethanol. I had to look this all up because I was like. I thought I figured I was right, but I needed to just d- double check and make sure. So that's that's ethanol, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now the stuff that, w- ironically, by being shady little bastards and only putting alcohol or I'm sorry, ethanol in it, they're actually making uh, shittier uh, hand sanitizer. You need the isopropyl right. alcohol or the hand, the the what's it called rubbing alcohol, right? Yeah, that's st- you need that in there too. That stuff is like really potent as like a hand sanitizer right, right. and it that's the stuff the you bugs. don't want to drink that's the stuff that like that, that that uh you know uh wouldn't be a halal sort of issue right you'd like, think no, it shouldn't be because it's used obviously in in medical settings and and whatnot uh to sanitize things um and so these these are these are some shady 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 bastards. And well, uh, yeah, that's apparently amazing. they're selling them for a lot more, right? In <laughs> order course. to get the halal stuff, uh, it comes at a premium, about eight dollars uh, a bottle. <laughs> Dan, you oh it? my gosh, that that is amazing. Uh, yeah, well, you you can trick Allah if you use the right uh, sciency sounding words. Oh yeah, that's, he doesn't know he. The, here's the deal with the law. He doesn't know science. No, that right. guy doesn't know. The, he doesn't know. He doesn't what he's know doing. science at all. So you just use a term from different words, <laughs> he's and like, he's just is like, that alcohol. No, no, it's ethanol. Oh, okay. You guys go ahead. <laughs> that he doesn't pork? bother with science. Yeah, obviously. Look at his his favorite little religion. Yeah, not not great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing! Okay, well, profiteer. Just as a as a friendly reminder to all of our listeners, I'm sure you all are, know, but profiteering off of a tragedy is not okay. We'll just <laughs> no. uh, no, we'll just make not. that our public service announcement. It's the more bullshit. you know. Do, do, do. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm going to take us to Washington D.C., where I have another follow up from a previous story. This one involves uh, the Bible Museum. Owned by the oh uh, my favorite the, the um the Smithsonian Bible Museum mm-hmm. right no 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 isn't that the, no, no 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 the Smithsons are not involved this one's owned <laughs> by the Green family uh, that run they, they're the Hobby Lobby people oh. and uh, they've they've just it it was a it was a rough it was a rough go for a while with that one because they kept. Mm-hmm. They just snatched up every antiquity they could find from the Holy Land, mm-hmm. and it turned out that a lot of them were stolen and fake and all <laughs> sorts of stuff. And one of the things that we reported was fake uh, a while back in 2018 was five fragments of... They had a whole bunch of fragments. They had like 16 fragments of Dead Sea Scrolls. And hmm. it turns out that they found out back in 2018 that five of those were fake. Uh, They didn't now, they, you know, they, they had all these other fragments from other sources and they didn't, they definitely didn't want those to be fake, but they didn't, but I think confidence was shook. 
So mm. they hired a uh, a person named Colette Lull, who is a fraud expert, okay. to uh, to to look into it. Now she uh, insisted on a few conditions, which were great. She was very smart about it. She said that uh, museum officials were not allowed to offer any input. She was going to examine them independently and then make a report. And the museum had to agree that the final report would be published. Uh, w- it would be made public no matter what the findings were. Oh. So uh, so the museum agreed oh, to that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> all of them are fake. Every no. last no. scroll that they all had. All of them? They are all fake <gasps> uh, and probably made by the same forger as the other ones. Uh, oh. They they got them all from different sources, but probably it all was forged uh, because it was all sort of of a piece in certain in terms of how it was done. Oh my god! It does seem that they are all on uh, ancient leather. They f- so whoever this forger was found ancient leather and then found a way to oh, uh, to, to manipulate the the. The ink and everything to make it yeah, look like yeah. they're Cl- actual. Very good. You know, I think they should shut this museum down, uh, <laughs> re- regroup, right? Redo the displays and then reopen it as the Museum of Museum Failures. <laughs> right? Like, the museum. Collect up a few other examples of, of museums that just weren't a great idea. Right? It'll be popularly known as the Oopsie. <laughs> Oh my God! Do you have tickets to the Oopsie? Oh yeah, they're Sorry, so hard we can't, to get. We can't make it to the show tonight. We're we're going to the Oopsie. <laughs> oh God! They have a How great exhibit on did a, they blow? a fake you know? King Tut. Um, I think <laughs> the museum, like the total amount that they spent on this museum, was like five hundred million. No. Oh yeah. Five hundred million? Yes. With an M? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Not with a B. That would be a Mormon museum. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. All right, cool. Um, all right, Dan. Yeah. Um, you know, we've we've talked about uh, this coronavirus thing, mm. even in this in this episode. Um, oh my gosh! It is a it it. It it is the reason you and I are not even in the same room right now. I know. Yeah, did we did we even talk about that at the beginning? Yeah, I don't of the think show? we talked about that. You and I are on the opposite sides of the of the the valley right now because we yeah. we just we're re- remote recording because <laughs> we're doing our civic duty and uh, and socially isolating like good yeah. like good citizens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, I have a story about some people who are not socially isolating. What? Um, some uh, Muslim pilgrims in Indonesia, uh, they're attending uh, some kind of pilgrim event thing. I oh don't know. I can't. I, it's an event that people make have made a pilgrimage to. Right? Sure. sure. Uh, and uh, basically it, thousands. It's Coachella. <laughs> no. I'm sure. Anyway, uh, thousands of, uh, of pilgrims from across Asia um have uh what's the date today you know as of today uh they gathered in indonesia on march 18th god damn uh, despite uh public health officials trying to talk them the fuck out of it despite them being ordered officially to not convene there Uh. were just too many 
they couldn't shut it down. Wow. Um, unless the organizers had agreed to help them shut it down. Um, just under 8,700 people Jesus. Um, had already started assembling um, when this article came out. Um, and uh, they, they're still coming. Uh, there are people from uh, Thailand, Arabia, India, and the Philippines. They're all making their way. Uh, right. One of the organizers, Mustari Baranunin. Nailed it. Um, totally. There were some Ds in there you didn't even hear, folks. I mean, <laughs> anyway, um, he says, we are more afraid of God. Mm-hmm. Right? We are more afraid of God yeah, than I hear this that. stupid uh, virus. I mean, what the, what, you know, and he says, because everyone's human, we fear illnesses and death, but there's something more to the body, which is our soul. And, uh, incorrect. So, and so they're nourishing the soul and they're, they, they need, they need that soul nourished by, by God at this pilgrimage because, you know, God won't forgive them for missing one pilgrimage that not even everybody's going to you know right like, yeah <laughs> like if it was so important you're telling me you can't rustle up more than 8700 uh muslims listen when you like stand a... before god at the final <laughs> judgment and he looks at you and says you had tickets to that to that thing to coachella <laughs> to muslim coachella and you didn't go just because of a virus Mm. No, 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 no. You're going down to the bad place. Yeah. It's yeah. Allah. Allah <laughs> is a dick, and they he, know he's a dick, right? Yeah. He's and a grumpy motherfucker. They're yeah, terrified and, of that guy. <laughs> this is not, not some easygoing, laid-back <laughs> God, right? No. <laughs> no. This guy will tear you a new one. Uh, oh, my God. Let me tell you something, though. Uh, I'm I'm going to take it back to our neck of the woods, where oh. f our very very responsible president mm. has now officially said to everybody, "Don't gather in groups larger than ten people. Yeah, stay isolated. All those things." And he only said it like four weeks later than he should have. So mm. he's mm -hmm. an awesome. He's what a great prez he has turned out to be in this time of crisis. <laughs> Uh, and, but there's one group, right? Uh, but there's one group that he has sort of been a little bit stum about in terms of like, because he's called out some people uh, for meeting. Nobody, he hasn't called himself out for like shaking everybody's hand right up until a couple days ago and like, yeah, <laughs> doing everything he shouldn't be doing, like the ding dong that he is. Being in the same room as his vice president. Yeah. <laughs> Being in the same room as so many people who have been exposed to the virus. Yeah. So many. Mar-a-Lago <laughs> was riddled with the stuff. And he was just out there like, oh, let's all drink. Well, Woohoo. I mean, Anywho. If, if you're thinking about governmental continuity, right, <laughs> do you want when there's this contagious disease out in the world and you're telling people to, you know, limit contact and blah, blah, blah. Do you want your successor in the event of your death, right, to be exposed to you, be exposing you, and it, 
being exposed to all the same people as you. Right? Oh my god! It's like this so doesn't, amazing. That doesn't make sense. That it's it's like get in different rooms, guys. Get, get in different states. Yeah. Send send Pence I back mean, to Indiana. I like that they're not handling it right because maybe yeah. they'll both you know catch it and and die. Know. That'd be great. Really? I just want them <laughs> to die. It'll be fine. I I is is there an exemption to the the whole like wishing somebody would die? Uh, th th that's kind of bad form, right? Normally, is there an exemption if it's like a world leader? I've Are given up on that. I've given Are up on that. To, I I think there should be an exemption here. I think so. I, I think, think you can still be a good person and wish not not like you won't. You're not setting anything in motion. No, you're no, not, no. You you're can't not paying enact anything. for anything. You're you not do pulling something. any triggers, right? <laughs> you're not blowing virus in his face, right? You're not doing any of that stuff. Oh, but definitely just, blow virus just in having, his face. If you get the opportunity and you don't cough on him, shame on you. <laughs> But just like having a little fantasy, right? Yeah. Does that make? I don't think it makes you a bad person. No, no. I, I've decided. I think, it, I think it just makes you a person in this case. Anywho, <laughs> uh, yeah, he has carved out one little uh, blind spot for himself on this one, mm -hmm. and that is the churches of this country. Because let me tell you something: not every church is like our beloved Mormon church, which did responsibly shut down. Yeah. Worldwide. They said, don't go to church. We're not yeah. doing church is canceled for Until an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. 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 And their big general conference, they said, don't come. They, they have canceled everything. And that's the right thing to do. Yes. However, absolutely. It is, as we discussed last week, an admission that maybe, maybe science is real and church. <laughs> Less so. Like this God that can protect you from all the things except not anything that's real. Right. Anywho, other churches have proven to have more faith. Uh, than the Mormons? Than the Mormons. No. Meaning they're not canceling. And Good it's on happening. Them. They're sticking to their guns. They are. They believe... I applaud these people. I applaud them <laughs> and their level of faith and their willingness to get sick and die for God. 100%. I think it's great. A hundred percent. Does that break my rule? I th I think your rule is wrong. I've seen I have seen so many articles that are all about L Liberty University is refusing to close. Jerry no. Falwell refuses to close Liberty. Good U. for him. Good for him. Stick to right? it, Jerry Falwell. There was even Hemant Mehta had a great uh, little exchange between a Twitter exchange between him and a a man who calls himself as uh, what does he say? He's as right wing as they get, but. As a parent, he says, as a parent of three of your students, I think this is crazy, irresponsible, and seems like a money grab. To which Jerry Falwell responds, "Nope." Uh, he what? Because the person says, "So in seven weeks, because he, he says, I'm not going to send someone. Uh, I'm not going to be the one who's pushing this problem off by on someone else by sending 20-year-olds with near zero mortality risk to sit at home for the rest of the semester." often with grandparents in the house who are truly at risk, which is a bizarre mm. way of looking at it. Hmm. And then when this guy calls him out and says, so you'll send, so in seven weeks you'll send thousands of students who now have a higher risk of carrying it back to their grandparents to get it? And then wow. and Jerry Falwell says, nope, they'll go off to summer jobs or internships, dummy. 
That was a quote. That was a direct quote from Jerry Falwell's Twitter. He calls the man dummy. So that's that's beautiful. Jerry Falwell. All just doing the Lord's work. Really? Yeah. Yeah, For sure. Just yeah. I mean, I so there was the Governor Eric Holcomb of uh, what? Dick God. Another Dick God. Yeah. Oh, they got a Dick God for sure. So, so uh, the governor of um, what state is he governor? Of? Indiana. Um, he he actually asked people a while. And this was you know days ago. The numbers keep getting smaller and smaller. Don't be in a room with more than a hundred people. Don't be in a room with more than fifty people. And then it's not, <laughs> now it's down to like don't don't just don't be with people. Aww. But. At this point, at the time of this thing, uh, Governor Eric Holcomb of Indiana had said, don't be in a room with more than 250 people. But the New Life Christian Center in Indiana had a service and said, we're hoping to have at least 250 people here at church tomorrow night. Boom, (laughs) baby. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (sighs) To suck it. Indiana governor and also science and also our own health. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got. That is what we are dealing with in the world today. We got some churches closing down, mm-hmm. stopping their faith healings, pr- proving that they don't actually believe what they believe, <laughs> and other churches proving what they believe and hopefully killing themselves off. You know, like that's just so mean. It's, I, it's we don't really actually mean. want people it's, to die. It I mean, just you're just being dumb. Everybody, you're being dumb. I mean, speak for yourself, Dan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Here's of the course, thing. we don't here's want people to die. Statistically, no. they're likely to be killing off Trump supporters and people who believe in the rapture. So, eh, yeah, is it that bad? Good it's, lord. Dan, it's it's just so bad. It's just wrong. You can't. It's just wrong. You can't. Right? Yeah. You can't. I mean, well, there's there's a certain amount of Schadenfreude to the whole thing. <laughs> right. Look, if our re- if our species is going to be dumb, at least let it kill off the people who are the dumbest and thin that part of the herd. Now this this saying. is actually interesting because if you take sort of the basic idiocracy sort of theory about like uh, where humanity is going right the idea that 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 really only the uneducated and uh uh are reproducing at high enough <laughs> numbers to like right. really repopulate the planet right yeah. uh, poor poor and uneducated right that's sort of the, the premise of the movie and that like the people who ideally should be reproducing in large numbers the highly educated and whatnot just tend smarty not pants to have, yeah tend not to have as many kids right and so right. what happens in 500 years if this whole <laughs> thing continues to to bear out right well this kind of comes along and you're right it thins out something doesn't it it's it's an evolutionary uh mechanism to, <laughs> to prevent that scenario is it a safeguard it has is. something it like is. kicked in <laughs> Just, is this the only the, way our species survives? Yeah, exactly. All this of the all of the smart and educated people start uh, quarantining themselves <laughs> and just let the ding dongs go off and <laughs> kill each other. 
couldn't no oh my goodness this, okay we're we're in we're in a lot of trouble right now so listen if you guys want to yell at us you're allowed to you can get mad at us you can write to us podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or colin leaves a voicemail message the telephone yeah. is 424-666-8442 yep go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist and just click the like button a bunch of times <laughs> and while you're there search for the tgia members only lounge and request to join it is a closed group we will let you in also find us on twitter at tgi atheist uh hello dan <laughs> come in come in frank are you there <laughs> Uh, I'm here from from Tokyo. Where are you from? Are you uh, come in London? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I anyway. can't do voices. Aww. I'm not that person, Dan. No, no, no one expects you to be. Well, you just there was a gap there where it felt like I should <laughs> jump in and and be like, "This is London," you know. But I can't. I can't do that. That's okay. Uh, anyway, That's okay. well, Dan, Dan, you have other are, skills. Yeah, like I'm about to click on something and it's going to play audio. Yeah, um, that's a thing I I can do. Uh, there, Dan. I don't know who this. Oh boy, who this uh, uh, pastor is who we're going to pay a little attention to here. Yeah. What's his name? He, uh, He's I, got some. I, I don't have him pulled up. Hang on. He let is me see. Perry Revol- Stone. <laughs> okay. That's Perry right. Stone, uh, sitting. Sitting in a beautiful studio set. Oh my goodness! This really set just lovely. I, what's amazing about this clip uh, is that if you pan at some at one point, it pulls back. Like it's mo- mm. it starts out tight on him. Mm-hmm. At one point, it pulls back, and first of all, the tight the tight shot includes some lattice, some like mm. cheap Home Depot wooden lattice beautiful. on one I, side. And it's fake. straight from like a community television set, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this and then this fake rock pillar mm. in which is embedded and it's be- very fake. It looks terrible. Yeah. In which is embedded a dry erase mark board? A That's whiteboard? what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bad. He's sitting at a table holding a handheld microphone uh and then they pan back and you see that it's just it is some strip mall bullshit uh, yeah. with a bunch of chairs and six people in the audience. But <laughs> he has, to date, the best coronavirus god theory that I have heard. So I thought we had to play it. In this coronavirus, here's what's strange. It's like 70, 80 year old. You have to be careful. Go back to when Moses brought the children of Israel out of Egypt to the promised land. Amalek was a tribe, but the Jewish rabbis say Amalek is a spirit. Amalek rose up and went behind and started killing the old and the weak and the feeble. It's in your Bible. The old and the weak and the feeble, and tried to kill the old and weak and feeble before they could get into the promised land. Is anybody tracking with me? So it's almost like a spirit of Amalek that's trying to attack our older people. Let me tell you why the enemy wants to get rid of our older people. They are the ones who are established in the Bible. They are the ones who know enough about the word not to take the mark of the beast. They're the ones that wouldn't take it. 
the younger generation, oh, cool, put it in my hand. It'll open a door. Wow. You know, they're going to they're gonna take it. They're not going to be ready unless they're taught. And so the older people in America, in the Southeast, in, you know, are the conservative people. And this is attacking them to get that group out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it like it is. And I'm talking spiritually. I'm not talking medically. I'm not talking naturally. I'm look, I see things by what's the result behind it spiritually. Okay? And it was, it's, you know, you get rid of all these people who resist the beast and resist the Antichrist and resist the system. Then you have a whole nother socialist, pro-communist, give me your money and I'll do what I want with it group coming up. You see them, they're out there, 35% of America's into it. And they have no respect for those older people that have made this country great. Dan, it's the mark of the beast. <laughs> bunch of dummies these young kids are you know oh the they're kids gonna, these days they don't just, get it they're gonna get the mark of the beast and it's the so, oldies that know better dan yeah. oh it's always the oldies if we, now see you know he's he's counteracting what we what we need to have happen here dan he's out there putting the fear of of uh, all of this into these old people you need to stick around yeah the right? truth is it hadn't actually occurred to me until i we were listening to it just now that oh he I can't give him too much shit for not having a lot of people in his audience because maybe they're actually socially distancing. Maybe that's the <laughs> thing that they're doing. I I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? It looks like, sparsely attended. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually not seated seated next to each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's, mm, uh, it's funny. Yeah. Well, you know... Satan is, of course, responsible. I love that it's not God that sent this uh, pestilence into the land. There's, I don't know if he knows his Bible. He certainly knows about this Amalek thing. But like the Bible <laughs> is very clear about who sends plagues into mm. the land. Hell and yeah. it, ain't, it ain't Satan. Yeah, they're, they're, there yeah. you go. They're always willing to give Satan a lot of power. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Satan, Satan's a tricky little dude. Well, and mm -hmm. the Satan of the Bible is just a, he's basically Loki. He's not, he's just a trickster. He's not like, he doesn't mm. have a lot of power. Right. He just tries to, he just tries to, to silver tongue you into doing the wrong thing. Right. But the Satan that these guys believe in, holy shit, he can just do whatever he wants to. He makes viruses. Yeah. He sends them out into the world. He convinces yeah. people to eat wild animals that they shouldn't be eating. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, we had some folks right into us. Uh, I'm going to start with Terry, who said, hey, a few weeks ago, uh, you had a segment comparing the preaching of Mormon missionaries and Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm. This reminds me of an experiment I ran a few years uh, for a few years uh, to test which of these two groups had the greatest courage. Oh, at okay. the time, I lived at a private private nudist resort, the only environment I could I could find <laughs> where I didn't dress like a total nerd. And each month, I would write to the local Mormon temple and Jehovah's Witness congregation, asking them to come to my place and <laughs> teach me their religion. No, wondering who would take me up on my offer first. I thought it would be the J Dubs, since the Mormons would be too reluctant to give up their magic underwear. <laughs> oh, I guess they had to be nude, too, to come in. Oh. The results of my test were tied at zero. No responses from either side when I was forced to leave my home and relocate for work. 
I still don't have an answer as to which group is desperate enough for converts to preach in such an environment. So I was hoping you would ask your listeners, if any of them live in a clothing-free community, <laughs> to continue my test and report the results. <laughs> well, Terry, there you go. The call well is done, out. Well done, Terry. Oh, that's amazing. I, I don't know how many uh, of our of our listeners are nudists, but uh, there you go. There's uh, got to be a few. Frank is a never nude. I don't know if you guys know this about Frank. He <laughs> always he, in cut off jeans. He has cutoffs on under anything he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh man, right. uh, we I, we had a voicemail, right? Let's, we let's have listen two, to one of those. Two voicemails. Let's, let's listen to one of those. We got yeah. other emails, but we'll get back to them. Let's let's oh, listen to a, okay. a, v, a VM. Um, here's uh, this listener has a very specific question about. A nun. All right, let's see what this is about. <laughs> hey, Frank and Dan. This is Nick. I live in Central PA. Um, have a bit of a conundrum. Uh, I work in a uh, Catholic hospital, and there's a nun that's coming back. And um, she, you know, she was Elizabeth, and now she goes by Sister Elizabeth. And I'm curious, you know, I don't want to encourage the sister part, but at the same time, that's kind of the title she wants to go by uh you know I, I feel like i should respect that in the same way that someone should uh respect you know someone who's trans and chooses a different name but i'm kind of at odds with myself on it so i don't know love the show keep up the good work guys well thanks nick uh yeah. for, for that is uh, it's an interesting thing right because because hmm. yeah. i'll say this a uh, a trans person when they when they tell you that they're you know like if you know them while they're transitioning right um right. you uh uh you, you they 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 may ask you to use a different name right yeah um and i in 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 by my way of looking at it they're they're doing something that um they didn't really choose right right whereas a nun I mean, Sister Elizabeth chose to be Sister Elizabeth, but I would still extend her that uh, that courtesy of using her her little title there. Can you because call? It's... Can you can you do a nickname? Can you do Sis? Sis Sis Liz? <laughs> Is that a thing? Sis Liz? <laughs> hey Sis Liz, what's up? <clears throat> Just make it cute. I don't know. Have some fun with it. Let's play around. Let's have a good time. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, uh, titles are funny things, right? Like, yeah. And it's also. I mean, to be fair, it's also a Catholic hospital. You did mention. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't know. But my how long, like, yeah. my whole know. thing. I feel like I. I just like to default to respect, and uh, yeah. and you don't have to respect her beliefs. You don't have to respect her church, uh, because it's awful. But you can, but you know, you can respect, you can show some respect to another human yeah. and just be like, okay, I get it. You went through a lot. You're, you know, you've made commitments that are meaningful to you. So I will honor at least that much, at least the honorific. You know what I mean? Like the honor, yeah. the honor, saying the honorific doesn't mean that you support what she stands for. It doesn't, it just means right. you're calling her by the, the name that she wants to be called yeah and this isn't like you know like uh 
you know, in, calling somebody like like the Mormons do, right? The the just the general members of the ward. They call it Brother Smith and Sister Jones and whatnot. <laughs> like it's not somebody who's like, no, you need to call me Brother So and So because you know that's my thing, which would be really weird. Um, I I would feel fine just being like, uh, you know, you didn't really. It's just a thing that you guys do. It's not like it's not like a. Dude, we're not acknowledging your station in life. Right. Like, like yeah. I don't know if becoming a nun comes with like a certificate, you know, or it any comes with something, or any letters after your name or anything like that. But like, um, yeah, she she did a thing, right? You got to go through some shit to get she's, nunhood. She's changed, like most likely, her entire like getup that she wears every day. Like yeah. she's she's really into this thing, right? Like, <laughs> it's a commitment. Yeah, she. Yeah, just call her sister Elizabeth. Yeah, my it's question fine. is, it, when it, do the really woke nuns are their pronouns sister? Is that does that what that counts as? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, all right. Uh, the next email we got another email uh, from uh, Daniel. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, regarding your toilet paper discussion, uh, uh, we you know we talked about how people are hoarding the toilet paper in in these okay. United States. Am I in trouble on this stupid. one? Did I take uh, no? Did I take I, a stance that somebody? Uh, here's here's, so I did here's take a what stance. here's what Daniel says. Uh, it's not just you crazy Americans this time. Here in Australia, there are fights in the shops over toilet paper. Oh, I boy. shit you not. Three women were involved in a fight, and two were charged as a result. Oh, my. People are also hoarding pasta and long-life uh, foods. Yeah. I'm now yeah. waiting for an all-out anar- all anarchy to break out. Yeah. Just wanted to, to also say I enjoy the show. Oh, uh, I've been a long-time nice. atheist. Uh, and whilst religion is far less of an issue here, we still have work to do. Keep yeah. up the good work. Uh. Uh, yeah, pasta, it's gone. It's not findable. Yeah. What, um, oh well, no, you're wrong. Chickpea oh. pasta, plentiful and readily available. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean pasta. You can't find flour, but if you want almond flour, no sweat or whatever. Some weirdo what are, flour. What are people doing with all this flour? Like, <laughs> are they really doing isolation baking? Like, I know it's kind of a joke, but like, are they really like, oh, I don't have anything else to do and just baking? Yes. No, I know they're not. No, I know they are. Not. They are. They are. Well, and here's in here's that the thing many about, numbers that we have no flour at the stores. Like it's let insanity. me tell you something about Utah and Utahns and flour. I don't know about the rest of the country, <laughs> but here's what I know: Mormons have food storage. They yeah. are prepped and ready to go. They got all the food food storage in well, the world. They're supposed but, to. They're supposed to. They're but supposed most to. of them, most of them do it. Most of them are pretty good about having some so, having some serious food storage on so hand. Apparently, though, our hoarding numbers in Utah are like at the top of the like the pack, right? Like <laughs> we we're, we have some hoarding situation that's like the the worst. Uh-huh. Um, one of the the columnists for the Salt Lake Tribune, he suggested that it's actually Mormons who feel guilty. For not having food storage, <laughs> that are so now like double. Yeah, they're like, oh god, no, I have to do it now, right? Uh, and they're the god. ones who. That's the reason why you know, like, you know, I'm wiping my butt with, you know, old newspaper. Right. Well, here's my. Which is true. I'm fine. I've got toilet paper. Here's but. my flower uh, hypothesis. 
my my hypothesis is that so many Mormon uh, families have completely oddly part made part of their food storage a significant part of their food storage giant five gallon buckets of wheat yeah and like oats and whatever mm -hmm. yeah and they don't have a clue what to do with it they just yeah. know they were supposed to have like good food storage and wheat stores for a while so <laughs> they they took they went out to their garage they took one look at those buckets of wheat and were like yeah, I can't do anything with this. I'm going to go get flour. And they all ran off to get flour. Oh, see, my mom actually had a uh, her own flour, like, little mill thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that you could put the, the wheat from the food storage into. And it was electric, you know, the whole, the whole bit. Uh, mm. Clearly, sort of, like, um, I don't want to say handmade, but definitely from some sort of, like, cottage like workshop type thing right like this was somebody's like second this job making yield uh, flour meal. Meal. yeah it was like a, had wood the, the casing was wood <laughs> right and, but it had this little motor in it but it also had um a hand crank so if oh. the power ever went out see you could sit there and hand crank out your own flour um, boom yeah She's I, ready. Yeah. And my mom, she like, that woman's dedicated to food storage and uh, she she rotates it like you're supposed to. So she does use the crap that they have. And for the I'm longest time, you. she kept making this really mealy, chunky, gross, like weedy, like <laughs> true, like whole wheat fucking bread that was yeah. really fucking gross when I was a kid. Yep. She also My tried all sorts of other things. Like there was this one morning where I got a woman, God bless her. She's not, she's a decent cook, but you know, she'd also like do odd things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, she uh, like was trying different ways of just like cooking wheat to see if you could like just eat wheat. I had a bowl of like fried wheat one morning for breakfast. <laughs> Hey, it worked for Kellogg. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> what is this? And like, I, I objected after like two bites. I was like, no. Yeah. I'm no. afraid not, mom. This has not worked. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, we also had Tony write into us uh, who said, I meant to email last week, but it totally slipped my mind. Anyway, I'm a former Jehovah's Witness, and I have this one weird trick for getting rid of J-dubs. Oh? Uh, everyone always hates when the J-dubs show up at the door. Instead, open the door and politely tell them you're not interested and you'd appreciate it if they didn't come back. Your address will be put on a list and you won't get any more visits for a few years, after which a pair of elders will show up and check to make sure you still feel the same way <laughs> or to see if somebody new has moved in. Tell them you're still not interested and the cycle will repeat. Interesting. I had no idea. I didn't know Apparently that either. They, uh, so if you slam the, slam the door and tell them to fuck off, they might just come back next week. But if you just politely, but if ask, you to politely ask to be removed. Huh. Interesting. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. That's not normal. You would think <laughs> that they, like, due to the experience of going door to door, would just know... Oh, we're all on that list. Please take all of us off of your list. We should have to. There should be an opt-in clause, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, we have another voicemail. 
Yeah, do it. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to play this one. Hello, Frank and Dan and uh, fellow atheists. This is Greybeard from Norway. Um, this is quite a fun time to be calling you guys. And uh, just a reflection on the latest post on on uh, the Thank God I'm Atheist Facebook page and how the different governments are handling the the outbreak. Um, I'm the one reporting from Norway, quite high up in there, and I can see the, the um, Canadians are having about the same measurements taken by the government as we have in Norway and Denmark. Um, not to make fun of anybody's way of handling this, but it's um, what is quite a strange tendency is that you see less of the religious spewing out of good advice right now and people are actually taking the the official advices into consideration and doing what they're told based on science and and reports and numbers and statistics instead of trusting their God, except in a few cases, which I believe you guys will be reporting on uh, in this week's podcast um, in, uh, in Israel and Iran and and also some Orthodox churches in, in Cyprus, I believe, have been doing um, issuing uh, holy water sprays to people in the congregation and stuff. But otherwise, it seems like um, science might be winning if we stay alive to, to gloat about it later. So, looking forward to the show and have a nice day, guys. Bye. A call Shouldn't, all the way from yeah. beautiful Norway. I yeah. love it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, and never miss an opportunity to gloat. Yeah, it's, honestly, it's presented. You, you feel free to make fun of other places <laughs> for how they're dealing with this, because especially, even uh, especially the United States of America, Blah. where we are doing, we we're doing our damnedest not to learn any lessons from anywhere else in the world. We're trying really hard. The science, <sighs> the, the scientists keep intervening and like ruining it, but yeah. boy. Our current administration is trying its damnedest to stay behind the curve. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I didn't. We didn't even talk about all of those examples that that he mentioned, and all the examples. Uh, you know, I, there was an example I read about in in Poland where a, a you know a priest was hell bound to make sure that he was going to uh, drink, make sure that everybody drank holy water. Because, quote, Christ does not spread germs. Oh, God. So, nice. No, yeah, you're right. Christ doesn't, but you are. But you are. You are. You're spreading germs. Good Good for you. Well yeah. done. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. The world is a weird and wacky place. Uh, <laughs> but some good things happen in the world, including people... Being generous and yeah, giving us money. That's true. Uh, we actually have a couple new patrons on Patreon this week. Uh, we have Ellen, who's a new faithful listener to the show. Splendid. And Thank we you. also have Rachel, uh, who's a new venerable listener to the show. So that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you to the both of you. And Wonderful. As always, you know, you guys can go to thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah. And you can it's, click on the support tab. It's the easiest thing in the world. Uh, this is a, look, kids. Uh, some of you can't afford anything right now because, like me and actually Frank, uh, you are in an industry that 
right now is being decimated by the fact that nobody's allowed to go out. Yeah. I'm in the entertainment industry. All of the plays in our city are closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm an actor. Frank uh, is in a similar, in an industry that relies on everybody going out and people (laughs) are not allowed to go out. So So there you go. If you are, if you are like us, Please feel free. Uh, look, we understand if you're not if you're not donating to your the podcasts, but we are going out of our way to create content for you. And if you're someone who's in an industry where you can afford it, help! <laughs> please, please help us. So yeah, so thank thank Click on the support tab, and we would be uh, remiss to to uh, to not mention our top donor. Our Lord and Savior, Davis. Davis. Well, thanks everybody, and also, also just keep in mind: if you can't afford anything, you can still go to iTunes or wherever. Give us five stars. Help counteract the dickheads who are giving us one star without listening. Mm, and, uh, and that's always that's always helpful. And share us with your friends. Yeah, and that's how you can help. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Oh, Frank. Dan. The, the, look, this, it's crazy time. It's just crazy times. Mm-hmm. I was talking uh, the other day with my uh, my octogenarian mother. Oh, yeah. Who, is, who has never seen anything like this in her uh, long and storied life. Hmm. I've never seen anything like it because I'm even younger than she is. Are strangely. you? Yeah. Than your mother? Yeah, that's how that works. And... Uh, <laughs> It's a weird time, you know. We had uh, we we've got this. They got this outbreak on. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fun little thing they're doing, and then th- we here in Salt Lake City had the Dickens shook out of us this morning. We woke up to uh, to to madness. To the Earth got wobbly. It was really bizarre. It so, was bizarre. It was. It um, was. It. I mean, nothing prepares you for an earthquake, right? No. Like, because it it just happens, and <laughs> and it was uh, yeah, it was it was shocking. And then of course was, we've we've had uh, aftershocks galore just yeah. all day, all day. I felt I felt one while we were recording. So yeah, a little um, one, but there yeah. you go. And so it's just been very. It's been a very. Uh, un, I feel very unsettled. I think that's the best way to. It's, to, an, it's an unsettling time. Yeah, and here's the thing. We have one view of it. The churches have to, by by definition, have to take a different view on this kind of stuff. And where is your mind going to to go if you are a, a true believing, God loving, uh, you know, kneel down and pray worshiper? Mm. It's you're gonna feel a little biblical about this shit. It feels like the end of time. Look. Moroni dropped his fucking horn. The world is coming to an end, people. Well, I mean, we are like just one minor catastrophe away from like apocalypse. Like, I mean, it really, no, I mean, it really, really feels that way. Like tomorrow, all we need is like locusts Locusts or frogs or I don't know. Yeah, just just anything. Hawaii had tornado Stubbed warnings. Toe. 
right like i like anything is gonna feel like it's just like what the fuck i can't believe i just stubbed my there's coronavirus <laughs> there was an earthquake and now i stubbed my toe now this uh, when next? It it's clearly the end of the world here's the thing <laughs> when you have an end of the world like prophecy just looming mm, at mm-hmm. all times over everything it you it's just going to be triggered yeah when shit like this goes out and there's nothing we should mention that like looking at geologic time which earthquakes kind of make you do there's nothing out of the ordinary that's happening here no no just you know, sometimes you get a big, massive outbreak mm-hmm. of of a, of a virus, yeah. and sometimes, uh, you know, frequently you get an earthquake. I, you know, we have well, friends. I have friends yeah. in the Bay Area that get them all the time. Yeah. Well, this was actually. I actually had this thought when uh, it, the whole thing was declared a pandemic. Right. Mm. I remember thinking, uh, or sort of, I, I was just kind of like, oh wow, like all you need, right? is for there to be a hurricane or a tornado or a volcano and people and it's going to get all the religious people all stirred oh it's the end of the world it's the end of the world i mean i didn't think earthquake in salt lake city right of course right um but i but then i was like wow like i guess what we have today and and, and what makes it so easy to see through right is we have modern communications we sort of have right. eyes on the world const on the whole world all the time right we know what's going yeah. on and and so it, it it actually makes it harder to turn something like an earthquake on top of you know a deadly you know or at least dangerous virus um it, it, it it's a lot harder to turn that into in days it just is yeah right like it might trigger those things for the people who do believe it but then you're th- even they have to step back and go oh well i guess it was just an earthquake here oh right like like if right. like if all of a sudden the whole earth started shaking right and if all of a sudden there were locusts right. fucking everywhere then i would have to rethink a thing or two right like i would Indeed. have to be like, be like wait a second that's not normal right but like you said this is just normal like these things happen right weather right. happens Earth, the Earth moves and quakes, you know. Right. Volcanoes but erupt. Yeah, you, you make a good point in that, like, in biblical times, an earthquake is the whole Earth. It might as well mm-hmm. be. How do we know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Everybody that I know is within the distance that would feel this earthquake. Well, here's so an would, would we call it an earthquake if they were brand new today? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I kind of a stupid. Well, it's the earthquake, the whole earth. The earth oh, is yeah. quaking. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, right. We we would uh, we'd, we'd call, call it a seismic tremor, a yeah, seismic th- or something. A, a good shake. Right? <laughs> Which is what we have. Yeah. I mean, it it it's it's just an interesting thing when you look when you when your religion when your belief system is based on. Bronze Age thought, Bronze Age writing, Bronze Age tech. Right. Uh, you're gonna have a weird perspective on what's happening now because we, like you say, we know what's going on. Yeah. We have explanations for most of it. We understand. We understand plate tectonics. We understand right. all of this stuff. 
Uh, we can't predict a, an earthquake, but at least we know what it was when it happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that God of the Gaps is getting smaller and smaller, but they're hanging on to those gaps so oh, hard. Oh, yeah. Well, they're good gaps. <laughs> it's just I so mean, gaps funny. Go. However, the, so here's the big question, though, because a lot of people would say, yes, the religion is false. Yes, it's silly, but... It provides comfort in these scary times. And here's the and deal. I, okay. I, as I'm leaping out of bed, right, I wasn't in search of comfort, right? Like, okay. I was in search of, I need, to go, I need to put myself where it's safe, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that, you, that it's kind of a little passe to put yourself in a doorway. I found that out yeah. today, right? Apparently, yeah, they, you, apparently, this is not what we do in earthquakes anymore. We're supposed to drop uh, and uh, grab onto something, right? Which I think is a little it, insane. But and hold fa- on, face Stop, down and drop. Uh, yeah, curl up. Put, put, yeah, hold on. <sighs> well, know. and yeah. The, the, you're every, you guys all have to do your own research on what to do in the in an earthquake but the fact of the matter is that yes praying to god won't help you but will it give you something at least mildly comforting while you're in position waiting for the shaking to stop my know. vote is i maybe maybe no I, I i would say in that kind of of, of event um yeah. you're just getting yourself through it you're gonna, you're gonna, you might do, you might do a little sweet Jesus, right? You know, yeah. oh Jesus, oh help me, right? As, as like <laughs> you're trying to, I don't know why I did that voice, but um, you know, trying to like, you know, find your little safe spot, right? And then you found yeah. it, Jesus helped you, whatever, right? But then, I would say that for something like, you know, COVID nineteen, yeah. right? Like people are really looking for comfort in that that's a, it's kind of a different thing it's a slow burn event right like right. we just got a little pepper put on our our situation and that's gonna pass <laughs> real quick right but this like this covid thing like i don't know i haven't been longing for comfort i've been outside of like the comfort that you get from you know your loved ones right, right. like I, I, that has sufficed you know for me yeah um for me i i i feel unsettled i feel ill at ease uh yeah and but I so would do they like, don't they yeah they do they do but the question is is the prayer that they're doing because here's my theory on prayer i do have a theory and my theory is that it is secretly it's a distraction so like in times of terror like you know there's an earthquake or whatever it can be an, a good way to focus yourself on something that isn't the, the scary thing until it's over. So there's that's one comfort. And then the second comfort for me is I think it's a meditation. Mm. It is a way of sort of reframing the situation for your brain so that you're not focused on the fear. You're focused on something that feels like it could be a help. But I mm. don't think it's exclusive to them. And I think that if we practice something like a meditation or like, you know, like a, you know, if we are mindful, if we have a mindfulness practice, mm. 
and we acknowledge the reality of the universe, which is that there's no, you know, metaphysical or or supernatural magic that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. You are on your own, but you can you can master your own uh, reaction to the universe. And if you can do that, if you if you work to do that, uh, you you can be in. You, there's some good things can happen for you. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. I I feel like the the, do you the think benef- the prayer whatever benefits gets you some of that. I think prayer does get you some of that. Hmm. But I do think that whatever prayer can get you, you can get and better mm. uh, if you do it from our perspective. Hmm. That's just my theory. And I'm a super genius, so it's obviously true. Obviously. I mean, of course. Um, Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Is that the takeaway? It is for me. Okay. I'm sticking with it. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Well, if you guys have a a, a different take on this, feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Let us know. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and become one of our, the legion of people that have clicked the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. Uh, we will let you in. That's what makes it an awesome group, though, is that it's moderated all of that. Yeah. Uh, follow Frank on Twitter at TGI Atheist. Speaking of our, our uh, Facebook page, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work uh, on the Facebook page. Thanks to Amy and Danny for their work moderating the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks to all of you uh, for huddling in your your uh, social isolation and listening to our little cute little program that we put on. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.